Hey, what's going on? It's episode 51, Top of the Dude Chain Podcast, on this wonderful November day, the day that will go down in notoriety as the day that the Starbucks app crashed. The Starbucks app crashed. Bro. What do you even do with the app? (laughs) Do you know? What's the app even do, man? You order order your, your whatever online is it some kind of a crazy line and that's why they came up with an app yeah it's an app i literally can order my thing at the house drive in and walk in the door pick it up and walk out if the line's not too long i can literally drive up to the drive-thru say i got an order for josh they bring it right to me but if you order something that's frozen it's going to be like melted by the time you get there. well yeah no it gives you a three to seven minute window so you you leave you you literally order it right before you walk out the door. It sounds like it's not saving any time. No, they're he, not a slow place at all. Yes, they are. No, they're not, dude. I'm telling you right now, dude. I've been in a line of twenty at Starbucks. Okay, you I've been go, out of there in ten minutes, dude. I'm out of there in less than thirty. I literally put the car in the spot, walk in, grab it, walk out. Dunskies. Yeah, it's waiting with for your me. half melted frappuccino. No, I don't. I don't drink. <laughs> I don't drink frappuccinos. Oh, oh what sorry. do you get? What is he gets, that? He, he's a he's a yeah. guy. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting a, here looking at your cup. It looks like Diet Coke. All right, do you go, you go to Starbucks it's and get an Diet Coke? It's an iced americano. Iced americano. Yeah, well, put hair on your chest. I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of Starbucks coffee. I think well, it tastes bitter. And I'll crappy. tell you what. I'm not a big fan of Starbucks uh, parking lots. Yeah, and the whole logistics of their setup. Mm-hmm. I almost guarantee you, the guy who designed that whole standalone because they're all pretty much the same i don't yep. know if you look at franchising opportunities but you know they all have like a a blueprint like if you're gonna do a standalone it's got to be this much space and all that yeah. but whoever designed the standalone one is the same he he learned how to design that stuff uh at an elementary school in the car rider lines because that's how stupid <laughs> I'm guessing you're Stop. assuming that, yeah. Uh, you, you've had. I'm some, telling you right now, man. You, you've, car rider lines and Starbucks parking lots are hands down the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I've heard you make some complaints about picking the kids up uh, and having to wait in the lines and all that. They're which, idiots, man. You want? I mean, you, this is new to me. This yeah. Is, well, yeah. let me tell you this: at the beginning of the school year, you always hear about you know moms getting hit by cars and kids getting hit and all that. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not a bigger number. Yeah. Those people are hands down the dumbest people I've ever seen. Yeah. Stupidest people. Yeah. In car rider lines. Well, I think getting in that line is, is not not smart. Why why are you picking up and dropping your kids off at school? Is there not a big yellow bus that comes by? Dude, the bus is, is even dumber. How? Those dudes are it's dude, all it's all no. on your kids. You just like, I'm going to work. Go to school. <laughs> That's sounds Dude, it's like the best possible. Man. Well, 2018 uh, where we worry about starbucks apps crashing yeah. we can't let that's our kids ride the bus anymore right. i don't i don't right. trust somebody getting paid like 750 yeah. an hour to drive Dude, my kids yeah you haven't seen these bus but, drivers driving but aren't the, the bus drivers aren't they're i mean i don't know i grew up in a small town and the people i know that are bus drivers in bigger towns are uh people who a lot of times it's because they teach and then they do a bus route for supplemental not income yeah people. but you lived in you lived in a town where you could fit yeah. the whole town on the bus not this town <laughs> we had not this town we had a few we no, the, the bus drivers in this town, like, I'm not really, like, one of those people that are, like, slow down. Mm-hmm. Except for those bus drivers, man. Those dudes are booking it. They're almost as bad as FedEx drivers. Yeah. Almost. So, anyway, 
Well, I don't know. For me personally, uh, the idea of waiting in a long line to drop Joe off at school yeah. or waiting in a long line to pick her up is just – It's not going to be up to you, man. In, in my opinion, that is unacceptable. not going to be up so. to you, man. <laughs> yeah, good, good luck with that argument. <laughs> so, you not a fan it, of it. But anyway, that's – that's yeah, that's the – But I also don't, you know – drink coffee from starbucks the burden do you order it online or or, or <laughs> online order things Dude. from fast food Dude, and man, coffee take places it, I take go. advantage of the of the technology pretty man. old school josh i make Dude. folgers at home like i mean we can communicate other than like carrier pigeons these days you know that yeah, right yeah if you were man. you can buy things online too and then just go pick it up when it's ready to pick up just, just gonna throw this out there that's a pretty millennial move for you, Josh. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, they, they moved it back. What do you say to 79 now? 77 yeah. now. 77. Yeah. Oh, wow. my goodness. Yeah, they're, they're just. That's a pretty millennial move, man. Yeah. No, you're right, man. I got a little bit of hipster in me. Yeah. You know. Uh, don't start wearing skinny I'll pants. Tell you That's this. all I'm going to say. Nothing wrong, with, nothing wrong with skinny pants. I'll tell you this. Nothing wrong with skinny pants. There is a, there is a coffee truck here in town called A Latte Love. Yeah, and hands down the best espresso I've ever had. Yeah, which that you know that that kind of gets on my nerves too. Yeah, you, you know a lot of people say espresso. Oh, like there's an X or yeah, it's an S. Like espresso. It's, or a it's C. espresso. Anyway, hands down, I, I got a nice americano from there. Had a nice Jeez. little nutty flaver in it. That's that's coffee. Like, what is uh, iced Americana? How do you do? You have to hold your wrist like do you this know what when I, you order that. Like, <laughs> what is an iced Americano? <laughs> iced Americano. That's their basic coffee with ice in it, right? No, it's 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 this particular one from Starbucks. It's the biggest one you can get. Yeah, it's four shots of espresso uh-huh. and water. That's an American. That's makes an American coffee. That's espresso an Ameri- is just yeah, it's a heavier coffee. coffee. So, it's an just, so, so they take espresso, which is condensed coffee, add yeah. water, and turn it into coffee. Yeah. And he pays and for he pays it. extra. It's <laughs> got four shots, guys. That's the thing, man. But no, espresso's <laughs> same uh, level of caffeination. <laughs> and espresso, taste. espresso's brewed differently. There's a difference. It's 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 brewed differently. It's, it's pressure forced through the grind, the grind, so, so that it can no. so that it can be concentrated, yeah. and then yeah. you are diluting it. It's and iced americano. It All right, it's an iced americano. That does sound very American. Yeah, yeah. it's Just water good. it down. It's yeah. good. <laughs> Just water it down, buddy. It's good. If I'm feeling a little, a little dicey, I'll yeah. uh, I'll up it to six shots. Yeah, but. Oh, well. He's like Josh's uh, Indian heritage. Pretty, pretty water, water down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's valid. That's yeah. valid. Yeah. Oh, anyway. one percenter over here. <laughs> one point six. One point six. Yeah. Oh, Ten bad. times the average American. Yeah. And probably a thousand times Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> 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 who has made a career of being an Indian, apparently. Yeah. Well. So. Well. uh uh, man, I wish I had a whole lot to talk about. You know, last time I kind of railed on you guys for uh, some of the comments you made. But uh, for hey, me, man. it has been one of those weeks where I swear all I've done is work and uh, kind of just go through my routine. But the reason is all my spare time and free time, I have been locked in on The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Uh, we've been, we started watching it uh, about three days ago. Is it good? And. Yeah. Better than Stranger Things. Yeah, it's creepy, man. It's creepy. It, See, my hairdresser, Barber, sorry, 
uh, <laughs> was uh was watching it whenever i was like you know she has like one of those little uh cubbies like at a, yeah i forget what they call them where it's like 90 different businesses in one building but anyway she has a tv like right across from where she's cutting her hair and uh she was watching it yeah and it looked extremely boring it well no it's it, not i thought it, i thought it was a show about drug addicts <laughs> it, there is a large part of that. Yeah. Here's what you got. You there have, was nothing creepy though the you, whole time. Yeah, you, you have you, and it, it possibly was just what you were watching. And you know, you got to watch these things at night. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I think what makes it pretty good is uh, being a series. You know, it's multiple episodes. You have seven people who lived in this house together. You know, it was a you know husband and wife and their kids, and you pretty much are getting um, the different perspectives per episode of what was going on. So you're kind of figuring out, you know, are they crazy? Is it haunted? Who's the bad person? Who's, who's what? And each one of them had different experiences. Mm-hmm. And uh, and anyways, it, when it's all said and done, it's actually it's pretty good, especially when you like. For me, a Netflix series is good if it doesn't have a bunch of bogus filler in there. Where I'm like, okay, this could have been a two hour movie, and you've turned it into a seven hour, you know, seven episode series or a ten episode series. So it, it actually the the content's good enough that you can stay locked in, but it is creepy. Like there's a lot of little creepy things that yeah. you know happen in it, and there's some there's some scare moments. Is it better stuff. or worse than Stranger Things? Uh, it's not better than Stranger Things. Stranger Things is kind of high on my list, though. I'm one of those. Yeah. Coming to I'm a three. pretty I'm a pretty big Stranger Things fan. Stra- right. Yeah, Stranger Things is number two on Netflix for sure. Yeah, behind Daredevil. Oh, you like Daredevil? Have Dare, Daredevil. Watch three. Dare, yeah, oh yeah. Daredevil's probably the best television show ever made. Yeah, I'm see, gonna, I'm, like, I'm not over exaggerating. Like, it's like, so well written. Uh, I like Breaking Bad better, but uh, I never got into Breaking Bad. Um, I can't root for the bad guys. But uh, um, uh, Daredevil season three, I feel, is I feel season two was better. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of went back to season one. I mean, it's just preference. I like seeing the Punisher in there. Dude, there's one scene in there that is 11 minutes straight uncut. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Just a fight scene? Yeah, when he goes to the prison. Yeah, that prison scene is ridiculous. From the time he goes through the fence to when he gets back in the taxi after beating up like 50 dudes, it's yeah. uncut. Yeah. yeah. So it's just one fluid scene. Yeah, it, it's, it, dude, it's good. And, it, and, and the camera angles on it, you know, to get into the nerdy stuff that you guys like yeah. outside of just entertainment, the camera angles on it make it pretty... Yeah. You know, cause yeah. like there, there's one where the camera angle, it's like you're laying on the ground watching these two dudes fight and yeah. they're just and it. And the moves on it are weird. Like mm-hmm. he's like, he'll, he'll, he's laying on the ground punching dudes like, like you would in a real fight versus, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and, and I mean, it's, it's legit. It's gnarly. It's a, it's an awesome scene. And uh, the one, the one in the office is pretty cool too. Yeah. Which one is that? When, oh, the, when they go, when they go to kill the, the snitch. The uh, by the who, way, spoiler alerts if you haven't watched season three <laughs> of Daredevil. Uh, no, no. Season three we're of Daredevil. Past the, we're past the week. You should have already yeah. seen it. So yeah. have you seen it all? Yeah, I finished, okay, it. So, I finished so, it in a day, man. Yeah, so what I'm saying is is that one scene when he's in the office, he's fighting the fake Daredevil in the office. Oh, yeah. Dude, when he throws that baseball against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the, way, by the way, I haven't seen season three yet. Yeah, so it's, just, right. it's, just, it's just, but the point is, is yeah. it's, it's, it's real. It's something like, the dude picks up a stapler and throws it at him, and it hits him yeah. upside the head. Yeah, it just it's well, a, the, if you're not familiar with Daredevil, it's Bullseye. Oh, it's okay. his origin story, essentially, okay. is what season three is. And Bullseye never misses. That's his whole thing. Like yeah. he, yeah. It, so, it's it's cool. Yeah, he throws a baseball against the wall, hits him in the head. I mean, it's, just, it's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll I'll definitely 
See if I can check it out and verify everything you just said. No, but you know, because <laughs> to, to me, it's the, but to me, it's like it's the strongest show. Like from season to season, it hasn't gotten worse at all. No, yeah. I agree. Whereas, no, like, Punisher. like Lost, I would have told you Lost was the best first season of a show ever. Yeah, but then season two happened, See, and that's yeah. why I like Breaking Bad because it gets better and better each season. Like, you know what I mean? I'll have to go back and watch it. I kind of got bored with it in season one. I have not seen Breaking Bad. Mm. I haven't either. Yeah. yeah. But as far as Daredevil goes, I did, of all the um, series on Netflix, you know, I'll start trying to watch them. And some of them I can I can hang with. Daredevil is one of the ones that I've uh, I've been able to kind of hang with. I, I like all the seasons and and everything. Um, but they canceled. I, I'd probably still have to go Stranger Things, man. That's just my, that's right in so my wheelhouse, man. And that's, then Stranger Things, that's too. That's the things I love. I can watch with my wife. Yeah, you it's, know, versus, it's pretty much all my favorite things. Versus, you know, you know Daredevil, Punisher. Yeah. You know, those kind of things I have to watch by myself because she's got a weak stomach. Yeah. So. Now, I know you hate those wankers from the BBC, I'm sure, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm a big fan of Sherlock with uh, Benedict no. Cumberbatch. Sounds Cumberbatch. like a nerd show. Cumberbatch can't say penguin. Well, you can't <laughs> say monster. <laughs> That's <is> true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a monster. <laughs> a monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's the biggest eye roll you'll ever get out of Carly, and it's kind of funny because if you ever sitting around with you know the fam, you know you just kind of do the whole "Hey, Josh, man, what was that big burrito you ate?" Oh yeah, the super monster. <laughs> you just see her. You just see her kind of like almost well, she's get a, a gag grammar, reflex. She's a, to it. She's she a grammar it. Nazi too. Yeah. Oh really? So I make it a point to use the wrong theirs and she, yours and oh, text messages. She, yeah. yeah. Remember when we spelled her name wrong for a long time? Uh, well, when you speak it, it spells her name wrong. Yeah. And then what I'll do, too, is I'll send her text messages, yeah. but I'll leave all the vowels out. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and we work together so we can IM through the company IM, and yeah. I'll do the same thing. Oh, I'll, you know, I'll hit, or I'll, I'll hit, I'll, what I'll do, too, is I'll type one word at a time and hit enter between each word. So yeah. it just, <laughs> and just sit there and just do a whole paragraph That's of it terrible. doing that. And it, and it just, it irks her. Yeah. Like, that's the best part about it is, like, most people are like, yeah, you know, because I do it to some other people, too, and they're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But her, like, she always comments on it. Yeah. You know, and all that. Like, we got in the car one day, because uh, I was, I was, I was, I am in her all day, but I was taking all the vowels out of the words. Yeah. And just typing like that. Get in the car, we're getting in the car, we're driving, yada, 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 nothing. And then, like, halfway, no one's saying anything. And then halfway through our car trip, she goes, why do you t- text like a teenage girl? <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere. She's mad. She's <laughs> been what, stewing on it. Exactly. Yeah. But it's the best part because, that's to me, that's what makes me keep going. It's like, if you ignore it, I'm still going to do it, but it gets less entertaining. But, like, the fact that she sat there for 15 minutes in the car ride and finally couldn't take it. Oh, like, just looking at me with disdain, like, I got to do it. <laughs> I got to say something. I, I got a I got a friend. He, uh, I don't know, man. He's pretty wild. He, he might be one of the biggest instigators I've ever met in my entire life. And I'm sitting right across from you right now. <laughs> he, uh, okay, so, granted, it was a bad situation. His wife did him dirty. But they're getting a divorce. And he is just doing these crazy person text messages and emails, you know, doing his arguments. And his arguments are all over the place. But not only are his arguments all over the place, he started in his text using um, slang like dat, dare, dim on everything because she hates it. (laughs) So he started using that kind of slang to wear her out. 
and never punctuating anything. So it's just a whole bunch oh, of run on yeah. words. And when you read it, I told him, I said, this looks like the ramblings of a crazy, stupid person, man. You are all over the place and it doesn't make any sense because he would reference things. He's like, you know, I'm a good guy. We can't all be perfect. IBS. And I'm like, okay, but how did you say that? And he said, well, we can't all be perfect. IBS. He was referring to the fact that she had irritable bowel syndrome and he was jabbing her with it, oh. but it doesn't come through in a text. I'm like, it doesn't make sense. I understand what you're doing, but it doesn't make sense. She does. So, well, I'm sure she does. But like I said, without the punctuation, it just, it, you can't even figure out where he's going comma, with it unless, unless he reads it. Yeah. Cause there's no comma. There's, <laughs> I mean, it's just, and it's just all over the place. And I said, man, like I realize kind of what you're doing, but. You're going to have to split custody with this chick one day. That's true. (laughs) No, I I do that too. And I like, I like, I think it's dumb when people, um, like check your grammar on Facebook and all that. I mean, now there, there's some people who are just dumb. Like, you know, if you're going to put it out there for the world, use the right theirs and yours and all that. Mm -hmm. But there's this guy who, who put a, this huge ramble about, how he has a learning disability and you know people uh commenting on on him his grammar and this and that and just i mean i'm talking probably two paragraphs worth of of just don't judge me yada mm. yada yada dude i put asterisk your like i fixed his grammar <laughs> <laughs> fixed his grammar is that who i think it is yeah <laughs> yeah dude yeah. i got it I got an email from him, an automatically generated email. Yeah, oh, that's wow. the, that's I'm going to guess from the... Beyond the grave. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. crazy. No, it was super creepy. Well, uh... Did you open it? No, no. <laughs> I immediately deleted it. Oh, you should have forwarded it to everybody. Pretty positive this is not real. <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh... Okay, so that kind of goes along with what I was talking about earlier with that show. What is the creepiest... Have y'all ever had a creepy experience, a haunting experience, or just watched a movie and got freaked out or anything? What's the creepiest moment you can remember? Do you have anything like that? Like, I, I wouldn't say creepiest, but I remember being the most scared in my entire life. Yeah? Yeah. And I was like four or five years old. Yeah. Um, my grandparents' house, uh, they've passed already, but it was actually my great grandparents. But I'm walking down a hallway, right by this hallway they have this grandfather clock Mm -hmm. and I don't know what time it was in the morning but right as I in in the hallways dark the living rooms dark and all that my grandma is in the corner this is the kind of woman she is in the corner watching me come down the hallway (laughs) right and as I'm coming down the hallway that grandfather clock hits boom right as I'm next to it and scared I can remember to this day how scared I was to the point that I went back to the bedroom in a dead sprint and didn't come out till mom and dad coming down. <laughs> like, I, that was it. And that woman, every year, would bring it up because she sat there and watched it and thought it was the funniest thing she's ever seen. <laughs> I remember like, that clock. I'm about when... to die. She She left it to me in her will. Oh, that my grandfather gosh. Clock. Haven't gotten it. Oh no! Think I think yeah. I might have you know some shady relatives that aren't giving it up, but yeah, but yeah, that she made it a point to leave it to me. That's pretty funny for that reason. And I'm like, yeah. So I mean, it's not hurt my feelings. I don't have it, but yeah. So that was more of a scare, a startled moment. You never had anything creepy happen? 
creepy like you couldn't explain it? Yeah, yeah. You know, one of those moments where you don't want to tell people that, hey, man, I'm pretty sure I was in a haunted place, but uh, I don't really want to talk about it a whole lot. Mm-mm. No. Never had anything like that? Mm-hmm. Have you? I don't know. Not. <laughs> not you live, you live around day. a lot of Indian, burial. Indian burial grounds. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, for me personally, uh, I don't know that I have. I have known a lot of people who, um, you know, swore, you know, that, you know, they were haunted you know, at their house or wherever. Um, you know, we used to, when we were teenagers and stuff, we would go to this, the old Wheelock Academy, which it was just an old building where it used to be a, a school and stuff like that. Uh-huh. You know, and there was all kinds of, you know, urban legends about a tree that would bleed and things like that. There, You know, kind of like there's a hill in Tulsa that because the way it is, if you park on it in neutral, it seems like you're rolling uphill, you know. Yeah, yeah where, there's one in San Antonio where... Apparently, a school bus got hit by a bunch of kids. Yeah. Or, uh, I'm sorry, a school bus got hit by with a bunch of kids, got hit by a train. Yeah. Uh, back a long, long time ago, 50s, 40s, somewhere in there. And apparently, you can park your car on it. It's completely level, but you can park your car on it on a certain date or a certain time, and they'll actually push you. And people put powder on the back of their car, you know, and yeah. claim that they're little handprints that, that push the car over the tracks, you know, and all that. Yeah, and I've had people like come in and they've shown me like dirty cars with little handprints on them. You just kind of like, eh. where is this at? This is the Hill Country, of San Antonio area. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> well, you know, because Oklahoma City has a few places that are supposedly haunted and and things like that. But um, the sh- the that bit that hotel downtown supposedly that's yeah. Skirvin. Skirvin yeah, yeah. That, that's why they always sent the thunder actually puts all the visiting basketball teams yeah up in well, that hotel. What, hey what team was it that was like yeah we're not staying there ever again i can't remember well that was because of bed bugs oh <laughs> <laughs> no they had no, there was there was nothing like being haunted by bed bugs but yeah there, no, i can't there remember was who one, it was. there was one basketball team is like we're not staying there again like yeah. because you know because it scared a couple of the players yeah well i don't know i guess for me I don't know what my most scared moment was, uh, but probably the creepiest moment I've ever had uh, came from a dream. Uh, it was one of those where I had a dream that was, not only was it super real while I was in the dream, but when I woke up, I couldn't get it out of my head. And uh, that's probably the most creeped out I've ever been. And I actually told my friend the next day, I was like, man, I just want to tell you about this dream because it involves your family and I'm just going to throw it out there that this is the weirdest dream I've ever had. And it seems like it's trying to tell me something. So anyways, and it's creepy. It's been a long time since I've even tried to talk about it. So pretty much, um, you know how it is in a dream where you're, you're kind of, um, you're kind of a you're kind of in an area where there's something familiar about it, but it's not anywhere, you know, or have ever been or anything like that. So it was, it was sort of a, a town like area to where there were several, um, Almost like you'd see in in a in an old 1800s, you know, maybe around um, maybe around where the shipping yards were and stuff, where it's a lot of people. Like some of it's built out on docks over the water, and and anyways, in the towns, kind of um, in the towns, just kind of little shanties built up and stuff, but they're multi-story, and everybody's just kind of like homesteading there or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, it was kind of like a little town like that, but there were houses along the actual street. But then the ones that kind of went out on these piers and stuff like that, they were all just kind of you know old old shanty top houses multiple multiple levels though is this a place that actually exists or i don't think so no okay. uh, and i'm trying to think of what i could even uh 
compare it to, I want to say maybe, do you remember on um, those Hobbit movies when they were on Lake Town? It, it would kind of resemble Lake Town maybe, how they did it in the Hobbit movies, but I had this dream way before those movies came out. Mm. Uh, anyways, long story short, so my friend had, uh, and this was back when I was a, a single kind of wild man who was more into music scenes and, you know, things like that than I was into any kind of responsible lifestyle. Right. And he said, hey, man, can you watch my daughter? And I was like, yeah, man, that's that's fine. This in the dream? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's like, can you watch my daughter? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So, Because uh, I'm going to say, man, what kind of dummy's going to let young yeah, Jeff watch their yeah, daughter yeah. back? Yeah, 20-year-old Jeff. Uh, so anyway, so I go, uh, you know, and, you know, in a dream, like I said, you kind of forget what you're doing, whatever, you know. Anyways, I find myself in the dream, and I'm sitting in one of these little shanty houses, and we're sitting on the floor, and um, a lot of guys have their guitars out, and they're just kind of playing music, and it seems like everybody's, you know, kind of kind of in that, um, you know, just being lazy and useless uh-huh. and just sitting around just, you know, picking guitars and passing bottles around, that kind of lifestyle. All around a pentagram? And I'm just, and, no, and I'm just, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there because I remember thinking, like, this is so cool. That's, you know, that's Todd Snyder playing guitar. That's, you know, Hayes Carl playing guitar. And, like, so in the dream, you know, it's like all these people that, I would love to sit down and just kind of hang out and play guitar and, and everything with. And then I remember, I'm like, I was supposed to watch, you know, this girl, you know, I gotta, I gotta go figure where, where, where is she? And then I got to thinking, I was like, and in my brain, I kept thinking I left her with the nanny. I left her with the nanny. So I decided I started walking back to the house. And as I'm walking down the street where the houses are, there's one of them that's on fire. And I started looking, I'm like, that's weird. And as I walk by it, and I look in the window, standing in the window, just staring at me, is this nanny that, for some reason, my brain, I know that's who I left the, the kid with. But even though in the dream, I never left the kid with anyone. It's almost like it just, that yeah. little piece is missing. But as soon as I saw her, I realized that's who I left her with. And she's standing in this burning house, looking out the window with a dead face, and her eyes turn white. And she's just staring at me with white eyes, and it just sinks over me. You know, do you ever find the dog? All the horrible things. And it, the, the dream, that's the end of the dream. Really. White eyes? The, yeah, that's the end of the dream. So when I wake up, I had this eerie feeling, and I'm sitting here thinking, you know, like this is me condemning my own, you know, probably bad behavior and being irresponsible and things like that. But at the same time, there's like this cursed nanny that I got this image burned into <laughs> my head you know I wonder what that because you know there are certain things in your life in your dreams that mean certain things yeah and like and, when you're fall was it if you're if you're you're naked or something like that dude yeah. I have them all the time where I'm just like walking around in my skivvies <laughs> at like work or you and your skivvies is way scarier than that lady <laughs> with the eyes let me tell you I'm just saying man but, just you know but when you when you're when you're naked in a dream or something like that, then you, it means you're not prepared for, you feel ill prepared for something yeah. that's coming up, that, that kind of stuff. So I wonder what a wide eyed nanny means in dreams. Man, I don't know. It was crazy. But, you know, like I said, you know, the house was on fire. So, you know, put two and two together, you know, where's the child? You know, with this, you know, I went and did whatever I was doing and, you know, just, ah, yeah, should be fine. You know, so all anyways. right. Well, depending on the context of your dream, to see fire means it can symbolize destruction. Mm-hmm. That passion, makes sense. Passion, desire, illumination, purification, 
transformation, enlightenment. Kind of, I mean, it kind of sounds like you you uh, had an epiphany when you woke up. That I was a, a loser. That, <laughs> no, that you, but it it, it it maybe you were coming to that. Yeah. That conclusion. Yeah. That dream. I don't know, man. It, it it was a weird one. It was a weird one. I told him about it, and of course, he's just as weird as I was. He he's like, oh man. <laughs> you know? So now now that you told that one, I thought of one. Yeah. Okay. Here's mine. Uh, I had a buddy that I played soccer with growing up, and uh, we would always go over to his house to stay the night. Yeah. Well, I had just gotten like a PlayStation, so I was like, hey man, come over to my house, and we'll play on the PlayStation. And he's like, no man, you you can come to my house, but I I can't go to your house. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. Well, talking to his parents. He's like for the longest time, I don't know if something happened when he was young or whatever, but he was always afraid like bad things would happen if he left his house like overnight. Oh, this wow. is a dream or this? No, real? no, no. This is real. Okay. This is real. He, right. he, he was like deathly afraid of staying over at somebody else's house because he was afraid something bad was going to happen. Okay. And, he, and he never gave specifics on it. Just I, I, something bad's going to happen. Let's just hang out at my house. So, okay. So we'd always stay the night at his house. So we get the PlayStation. I'm like, dude, come on. And his parents push him into it, and he comes and he stays the night at my house. And I kid you not, it was like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, my phone rings, and they want Jeff to come home because one of his best friends was murdered by his father. Oh, wow. Yeah. And his dad killed killed everybody in the family and killed himself. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. So that his is... best friend's family? Yeah. Okay, so not his family. No. Yeah. Okay. No, that, no. That is crazy. No, but yeah, seriously. Yeah. And I mean, Carla can back that up. Yeah. No, I mean, I believe you. Yeah. It was, it's super that, freaky. Yeah, that's, 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 that kind of stuff's spooky, man. You know, just, you know, like somehow he kind of had that feeling and then all of a sudden as yeah. soon as no, he and, did that. And I, you know? I always thought it was weird because I offered more than once, like, hey, let's stay the night at my house this time. Yeah. And he'd be like, no, dude, no, no, no. And the one time. And the one time that he did, that yeah. happened. And it was a kid that we'd played soccer with. Like, yeah, I, yeah we, we knew him. He played, a, he played on a team that we played against, but yeah. Yeah, yeah man. <clears throat> it, it, it's the things like that. Uh, I will say this. It, do y'all remember your dreams very well? Yeah, uh, some, I mean, it some people don't. Some, some people have no clue. Dude, what if I'm naked in the dream, it's usually coming with. Well, don't don't they say that you have like hundreds or thousands of dreams? Oh night? yeah, yeah. Because a dream only lasts like what they say, like fifteen twenty seconds. Yeah, even though it seems like it's your entire night. Yeah. I've watched Inception, Josh. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Time slows down. You know, if you have a dream. Inside. Now, here, here is something that is. Uh, here's a creepy one from uh, my dude. Dreams. I got. Yeah. I have Go lot. Ahead. I have actually a lot of dreams. Um, it happens at different times, but where um, typical thing of sitting around with a group of people talking, and then you know, after a while of talking and everybody's hanging out, even though it seems absolutely real and that you're there and that it's all happening, you realize you remembered that person dying but yet here you are talking to him and i just always think in my dreams every time it's happened it's happened multiple times when i make that realization i always think this has to be a dream even though i'm looking around and i can't find any indicators that this is a dream you know that's oh, how yeah. real it is and then the next thing is it's always the conversation changes because then i have this feeling of i'm getting to talk to you one more time so it's more of a, i'm just listening uh -huh. and just kind of paying attention and uh just enjoying the moment that's definitely your mind while it's happening yeah probably that closure thing it probably is but that happens for me i have that dream not a not a ton i had it uh several times with a friend that uh that we lost when we were younger uh and then you know a couple family members yeah. here and there and and stuff like that Dude, i'll tell you this my daughter had an imaginary friend oh named nina <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah 
And so, and she's young. Yeah. Like, young to the point that, like, doesn't have an idea what murder is or anything like that. Like, yeah. definitely don't get it from us. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so we start asking her questions about Nina. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of like, hey, Nina needs to go home, you know. Yeah. She's like, she can't. She goes, well, why not? She goes, her parents got killed. And <laughs> she goes, and I'm telling you, this is like a two, three-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, um, my wife's like, uh, well, what happened to him? She goes, the bad guy broke in and killed him. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. This is getting deep. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a little morbid. So now, so that's, that's Nina, yeah. right? One night, not joking, wake up to my wife screaming. My daughter is sitting at the, at the edge, of, you know, on the bed, like standing next to the bedside. Yeah. And all she, and all she does is go, Nina's here. That's what she tells my wife. I'm sorry, dude. I'm punting my two-year-old kid. I'm punting her out of the room. Dude, it freaked me out. Yeah. No, I've like, had Avery, – Avery used to do that. Yeah. She would just come and you'd – like I'd roll over and there's just like a kid like staring at yeah. you. And I'm like, dude, just hey, quit it. Here, and, and here's the thing, though. Um, I like that Carly panicked. Yeah. No, here's the, here's the best part. We're driving and it's like 930 at night. Yeah. Right? And uh, we're driving down this road. It street knows not a lot of street lights and all that, but we see this kid, you know, four or five years old, standing in this sidewalk, to yeah. the point that my wife and I are like, "That is extremely weird that there's a kid outside by himself this late at night." Yeah, and we stop and turn around to see, you know, because we want to see if there's a parent or something. Kid's no longer there. Yeah, but we both saw her. Yeah, both of us. I'm pretty sure <laughs> we're looking at each other and look back, and I'm like. Hmm. Is Nina in the car now? Yeah, that's yeah. what we need to. That's what we need to do now. Every time I walk by a car, I'll be like, Nina's here. Nina's here, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, man, it freaked me out. Yeah. Like I'm on the other side of the bed, like, yeah, you know, uh, throwing water. No, that <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. Grabbing the Bible, like, yeah, I need a crucifix. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, different things have have freaked me out at different times in my life, and. um Definitely, you know, my mind was more open to uh, to weirder things when I was younger. Yeah. You know, as you get older, you just kind of, I don't know, you kind of realize that that's you probably got a mouse. That's probably what's making the sound or something like that. But uh, I remember, you know, certain movies didn't really scare me, and others made me feel Dude. uncomfortable for a long time. To where it's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta say a prayer, watch Seven Hundred Club, and you know, try to watch Dude. a cartoon or something before I go to bed. You remember know? that movie, The Ring? Yeah, my roommate and I, like I, I don't, I don't do like horror movies. Like yeah. it's just not my thing. I'd rather see an action movie or, or something like that. So anyway, he's just like, hey, let's go see this movie, The Ring. Yeah, I'm like, all right, you know what? I didn't have anything else, so I'm like, okay, I don't even know what it's about. I never even heard of it. Two parts of that movie. One when they open the closet at the beginning, mm-hmm. and that girl who. uh was staying and whatever they find her body in the closet and it's all you know disfigured and the head kind of breaks off you know whatever Mm -hmm. and then when that creepy thing comes crawling out of the well yeah the first time yeah anyway we get in the car after that movie me and my roommate right and we're driving home and i'm like looking at him and he goes hey man I was ready to walk out of that movie (laughs) 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 five minutes in yeah i said Dude, if I didn't think you would make fun of me, I was ready to walk out too. Like hands down. Yeah. 
dude. Yeah, that was that was a creepy one. I um, you know, usually the ones that get me are the ones that are kind of uh, you know, conjuring, you know, stuff like that, where it's um, it's not just haunting, but they kind of tie it to like, well, you know, you're being you know tormented by a demon that's you know just kind of yeah. picked you for whatever reason, you know, where you know, whereas the conjuring, you know, kind of towards the end, you know, there is a you know, of course, a, a ghost and a witch and everything else, but you know, it's kind of all demonic and everything like that. Um, you know, those, those creep you out and kind of weird you out and everything else. And, you know, and ghost ones, you know, can kind of, can kind of creep you out and, and stuff like that. So yeah, there's, there's been a no few, one but, doesn't creep me out. What's that? Scream. Well, no, but it's dude. A, that it's, ghost it's a, man gets the punk beat out of him the entire movie. Yeah. Like, dude, do you really but, want to kill but, someone? But those that are shock. Bad? Those are shock movies. Yeah. But, and, and stuff. But, um, I will say whenever I was when I was real young and, and see like the movies that scare me are going to always be, you know, the kind of creepy kind of demony kind of ones. But do you ever remember the town that dreaded sundown? Did you, have you ever heard that story? No. Okay. They did a movie called the town that dreaded sundown. And it actually was based on true events that happened in Texarkana. And if I'm not mistaken, the way this guy was killing people was he was getting into their houses and he was hiding into the, in their houses. And then, you know, at night, he would come out of a closet or something like that and then brutally kill them. Uh-huh. And that really happened. That was the, I thought that was like the Night Stalker story. It could be. But where the, he, would, he, was, he would break in and hide. Yeah, it could be. But the town that dreaded sundown was based on a real story. And if I'm not mistaken, that's kind of what was going on with that killer was, you know, after dark, you know, people were going home. They're finding out this dude was... I guess maybe in their house already. Yeah. I need to go back and find out for sure because I'm not. But the the point I'm trying to make though is just you know these true stories of these no the true stories crazy and these these like crazy that. maniacs and everything that that do something like that. Um, you know that's the ones you should probably be scared about because there are psychopaths out there. Yeah. You know it's like I told Brittany if someone breaks into our house because they want to rob us, you know we kind of have to bank on the fact that hopefully they don't want to kill us. They just want to rob us. I was like, but if someone's a psychopath. They will just kill you, whether yeah. they want to rob you or not. In fact, they may be using the robbery as an excuse to kill you for all you know. So, you know, when you start dealing with the psychopaths and, and the people who think that way, you know, that's a little bit scarier and uh, and everything. And, you know, and you can see why people are so obsessed with personal safety, you know, when you start reading some of the stuff that's man. happening. But listen to this. <clears throat> I'm going to say this is the scaredest my wife's ever been since I've met her. So we're watching all the creepy shows and movies for Halloween and she goes to go to the bathroom in the hallway and so like the couch is up against a wall next to the couch is the entry that goes to the front door and then past that you go down a little hall and it's the it's the bathroom so she basically walks from the couch straight down that hallway takes a right and goes into the bathroom and she's standing you know kind of in the doorway of the bathroom and all of a sudden my door just gets rocked about five or six times just loud and hard hard man shaking front door yeah shaking the house making a big boom hard and she comes out like a gazelle and i swear she runs and when she gets to where the entrance is she just does this gazelle leap like jumping over the entrance is safer somehow and just about lands on the couch she's like somebody's at the door (laughs) i was like yeah i heard (laughs) what do you want me to do open it and let them in (laughs) wow and uh so i was like hold on 
calm down. <laughs> you know, she's, uh, what do we do? And I'm like, look, man, it's probably kids or something like that. Let's calm down. And, you know, I didn't have a, I didn't have was a Was that gun. Halloween? Uh, I think it was near Halloween. It was something like that because it was like 11 o'clock at night too. So it had to be kids. Man. Yeah, who's knocking on your door at 11? But anyway, so I go and, you know, I don't have a gun anywhere near. I don't keep a gun, you know, in my living room or anything uh-huh. like that. Um, so I just go, you know, well, I'll go grab something and, I just grabbed this long shovel handle that I had. It didn't even have a shovel on it. She said, what are you going to do with that? I, said, I don't know. I got to poke them, keep them, you know, four feet away or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I opened the door and looked around, and nobody's there. But, uh, but yeah, that one, because they timed it perfect. We'd been watching all these scary movies to where it was real creepy, and she finally, like, gets up, you know, boom. Oh, wow. Killed her. So, speaking of Halloween, yeah, because Halloween just passed. Yeah. <clears throat> um. You know, we we do trick or treaters, you know, or whatever. Anyway, one, you know, my daughter likes to hand out the candy, my daughter and son. So they get the bowl and they go up and hand out candy because they think they're doing something. Well, <clears throat> I'm looking there through the storm door. It's about two or three years ago. And this Mexican man walks up mm-hmm. with just two kids, but the two kids run off. He walks up, so I kind of get up, you know, just to kind of, you know, whatever. Dude comes in. Puts his hand in the candy and just walks off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and my daughter's perplexed. <laughs> and she comes over with a bowl of candy after they all leave and pulls out. Dude, it was a landscaper. <laughs> he was going around with, with the trick-or-treating kids. They weren't his kids, but he's going around with them, taking yeah. candy out and leaving his business card in the candy oh, bowl. <laughs> that's... <laughs> And like, just creeping people uh, out. Just That's there trashy. Like, oh, yeah. I'm sitting there like, I wonder if it works, though. Yeah. I wonder if there's someone like, I like it. <laughs> the ingenuity. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to call them, but, you know, uh, there's, anyway, now, it's pretty funny. Have, have you ever scared someone real bad? Like, like giving them a scare? Well, I mean, I scare my kids all the time, but, yeah. I mean, outside of. I got Brittany again. Um, have you seen uh, that? There's a Halloween movie that came out a while back called Trick or Treat. It's several little scary kind of creepy stories that all tie together. Uh-huh. Anyways, on the cover of it, there's this, he's like a little kid. You know, he's probably like five or six years old size. And he's wearing this, you know, kind of a just a, a onesie type costume thing with a, he's got kind of a uh, pumpkin head with a, um, with like a sack mask over it. And he's just walking around kind of, you know, being weird and creepy throughout this show. Um, and then when they pull it off, you know, he's got like this weird face and all. Well, it creeped her out. And I could tell like just the, you know, for some people, the creepy kid is what creeps them out the most. Of all the different creepy things out there, the, the weird kid looking at him weird, you know, or something like that is what gets them. Well, she was getting pretty freaked out. Well, a couple nights later, we're hanging out and. I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I was like, man, I was like, I don't know about this neighbor of ours. And I said, one of these neighbor kids keeps getting in my backyard. And she was like, what are they doing? And I was like, I don't know, because it's always late at night, like 11 o'clock at night. And the kid just stands in the backyard and stares through the window into the living room. And she said, well, what is Han doing? And I was like, man, he just won't have anything to do with the kid. He just goes to the other side of the yard and just sits there and stares. She was like, that's creepy. Well, you know, she's kind of doing some things, and she asked some more questions, and I was like, yeah. I was like, the weirdest thing is, I was like, I don't know how he's getting in because, you know, the neighbors to the left of us don't have kids, and the neighbors to the right of us have kids, but they're both toddlers, and this kid's, you know, a little bit older. 
And it's just kind of weird that it's so late at night. And I was like, the gate's locked. You know, like, I don't even know how the kid's getting back there. She's like, what? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, it's weird because the kid just stands and stares into the back glass. And then out of nowhere, will just take off running and just run as hard as he can into the storm door. And it just, I was like, you know, like, what are you doing? You know? And so I was like, I just wait for it to go away. She's like, that is creepy. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I was like, it's pretty weird. And she's trying to process all of this. And she goes to turn around and she goes in the kitchen, man. And I just reach over there and just hammer on the storm door as hard as I can. And she just about jumps out of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> she wet herself? No, she didn't wet herself yeah. as hard as I know. But I think that's the best I've ever gotten her. That that one, because she was just feeling creeped out, man. When I hit that storm door, it, are you on a creepy statistic? Average. What's that? The average person will come into contact with a serial killer seven times in their lifetime. There's a lot of serial Statistically killers out there. Speaking, there are only a hundred active ones right now, according to the FBI. Really? Mm-hmm. Only a hundred. Only a hundred. Well, a you're lot. looking at at a what? Three point four billion population in the United States. Is that really what it is? No, it's <coughs> it's like 5.8. 5.8 billion? I think it's 5.84 to be exact. Billion? Yeah. Yeah, That's so it's in the billions. That's a lot of people. I didn't realize we had that many. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Sorry, 584 million. That's okay. how many people. I was going to say. 584 million? Yeah. Okay, still. It's like, I thought I thought if you were in the billions, you were like China and India status. <laughs> no, you're probably, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah, I, sorry. I so, you my, know. I got my billions and my millions confused. Yeah. 325.7 million. Yeah, that sounds that makes more sense. So a hundred people out of that, uh, but you're going like to come lot. into contact with those people. Yeah. Now I don't know what coming into contact means. I think it means you could possibly uh, pass them in a uh, hallway or something like that, in, in a business or. Yeah. They know. they probably did the statistic based I mean, if you off go to a of baseball a perimeter. Game, yeah, I mean, if you go to a, a a football game, well, they also do it like. You know, one and out of every what one in every eighty thousand or something like that, whatever it is, thirty two thousand. So if you go to a football game, there's the odds are there's probably one in yeah. there, that type of thing. Yeah. But they say a lot of them are probably truck drivers. Yeah. So yeah, if you uh thirty five and and the other one, which is why they're so hard to catch because you can't. But that's what what's that what's that show on Netflix? Uh, Mine Hunter. Mine Hunter. Yeah, that's that that's what that have you seen that? Oh, that's a good yeah, that's one. pretty good. Yeah, they that's what that's about. That's about the FBI guys who figured out that serial killers are killing different states. Yeah. But and that's why they're not getting caught because this state's dealing with it and they're like, Okay, it's one killing and then this state's dealing with it, that's oh, just one killing. But then you put it across the entire country and you're like, Oh, that MO matches these and so and that's so they, they created this database that all uh, precincts can use to to kind of do it, mm-hmm. and so they do. They say thirty five, and and then I ten and forty, and those all the interstates, like you just ping them, man. Yeah. And, and so that's why I think a lot of them are truck yeah. drivers. Yeah. All uh all case incident numbers get reported to the FBI now. Yeah. They, they it's called a UCR code. Yeah. And that's okay. how they track statistics. So, dude, have you been, you've been driving down thirty five? Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. Dude, I used to work in the trucking business where mm -hmm. truck drivers coming in to get their trucks worked on off of I-35 and I-40 came go, to man. us. So, seven. So I probably met about a dozen. Yeah, at least 21. <laughs> most, most truck so, drivers I know would never even consider that. Yeah, all, the, all the truck drivers that I deal with have normally just picked up prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> they're not trying to kill anybody. The old no. lot lizard. And, oh, and, dude, we get so many calls on lot and lizards. And the gas station burritos. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. So, Drug, drugs and, and prostitutes. <laughs> Speaking of. We had a, my uh, uncle has um, a trucking company and uh, they had a truck that, you know, didn't show up. And uh, so they had to, you know, try to figure out where it was and they found it at a truck stop and the guy had, uh, had died. And, you know, by the time they found where he was and realized he wasn't where he's supposed to be and all that stuff, he'd been there for a while so he pretty much pretty much uh you know Throw that truck away pretty much yeah he pretty much started decomposing in that truck <coughs> well that that's not uncommon it's actually it's pretty common it truck drivers um one of the bad things about the uh the whole business and all is you know it's a, a lot of times it's pretty long distance between where you're coming from and where you're going and uh you know your dispatcher you know might not hear from you for a couple of days and that's fine because you're supposed to be dropping off load and then by the time the customer's like hey we didn't get what we were looking for and you start looking for them you know, you got a long distance that you yeah. got to figure out, you know, I'm looking for this truck. And if they're parked in the back of a, a truck stop or something like that, you know, it might not be easy to find or whatever else. Yeah. But uh, another company that I, I sold parts to, uh, you know, they had they had a similar incident where, you know, a guy had died. And um, anyways, they, you pretty much you have to gut the interior of the truck and put a new one in there because God, you can't imagine. get the smell out. But the you know you got to think about a semi truck is a extremely large investment, you what, know it, they're yeah, super what expensive. Are they, about one hundred fifty so, grand. Yeah, so you don't just you know scrap the thing because you know someone died in it. So you know it's no, a, yeah, to reupholt. I mean, to redo the inside is a fraction of the cost, though. And it's compared. expensive to do that. But uh, but yeah, I got to think. I was like, man, I'd hate to be the guy that was you know the second driver. You know, tell them large Marge sent you. You know. <laughs> Large, large. Uh, you know Roseanne's the one who uh, uh, created that character for Pee Wee Herman. Oh, Large Marge. Yeah, you know, the ghost you know, of Large Marge. Huh? The ghost of Large Marge. Or well, Large Marge is Pee Wee Herman. I remember the from the Pee Wee Herman yeah. Big Adventure. That's yeah. That's he gets out I'm of the truck about. and she says, "Tell him Large Marge sent you." Yeah, that's it's that's a ghost. Uh, yeah, that that. So, um, Roseanne was hit by a car when she was like 15 or 16 yeah and uh, the what do you call it the hood ornament mm -hmm. implant like impaled her impaled her her head hmm. her skull oh that's when, why she's racist <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i don't think she's racist but no it's good anyway but um she said it altered her personality oh and, really yeah so anyway she was in a mental institution for a while huh and there was a lady named large marge Oh, wow. Uh, who she would have conversations with, and they would have to handcuff her to a cage and all that uh, mm -hmm. because she's dangerous and all that, supposedly. So he yeah. told, she told Pee Wee Herman, or the guy who played Pee Wee Herman. Paul Rubin. Yeah, Paul Rubin about that, and he created a large march based on that. Yep. So a little FYI trivia. Yeah. How did you, where did you learn that little Dude, nugget I listened, trivia? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Roseanne went on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. Ah. After after the Amia and all that yeah. incident, and what's interesting though is if you look at the original tweet, Roseanne's Jewish. Do you know that? 
Yeah. Yeah. Probably. She's Jewish. Yeah. And so, uh, so, so according to her, her comment uh, that got her in trouble where everyone was racist was wasn't racist at all in her head. So mm-hmm. she says, she she said, if you combine a Muslim and the Planet of the Apes, you get uh, whatever her name is, Valerie mm-hmm. Jarrett. Jarrett. Yeah, you get Valerie Jarrett. What she was talking about was Valerie Jarrett's um, loyalty to Iran, you know, because she's Jewish. And so what she was talking about was Muslim, you know, Muslim and obviously Israel, uh, Muslim religion and Israel religion or the Jews, Israelites, mm-hmm. whatever, today are, are obviously have conflict. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, um, if, you see, if you watch the Planet of the Apes, the way the apes treat uh, humans and all that it's kind of that oppressive you know whatever mm-hmm. so that's all she's saying oh i don't buy that part no check yeah. it dude if you, if you look at that character from planet of the apes there, there's one that looks just like yeah Valerie but she, but here's the thing she <laughs> and, didn't but she didn't they see the thing is is when they when they show the the tweet right they put that lady in valerie jet so the so the point being is is that was the picture was not in the original tweet she just made that tweet and then the news cycle went in and grab that picture comparing the two, Jarrett and the new, uh, yeah. uh, and the whatever, and posted it out there. Yeah. So it is a striking resemblance. No, is, there, is. is there a, because there's one of the, isn't there one of the, I haven't seen Planet of the Apes, but isn't there one that like looks pretty much human? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, all, well, the, they're all human. In the old one, they all looked. Yeah. They, they all had like, yeah. they were humanoids kind of. Yeah. Whereas the, the only thing that was different was really like their mouth and the hair. Yeah. 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 But they talked like humans and stood yeah. upright. They, well, it's anyway. not like the new one. See, I've seen the new Planet of the yeah. Apes. You know where they're they're apes. You know, yeah, no, no, no. This is like this is this is the older one. But but yeah. the point being is, is she made the comment on Twitter. Someone went and doctored the tweet and then reposted it. Like she's the one who put the picture in. Yeah. You know, and and yeah. I will admit, if you take the picture out of it, it's less. Yeah. Well, you can't. I don't know. It's still a dumb tweet. You can't be. You can't be conservative. But, but and, she was and say on, anything controversial if you work in Hollywood. But she was. Yeah. On, well, yeah. that's the thing. If you look, Hillary Clinton, not too long ago, they have her on tape where uh, her interviewer mixed up Cory Booker and Eric Holder, and Hillary Clinton goes, "It's all right. They all look the same." Huh. And you're like, what? "Easy, easy, what? Easy, Hill." <laughs> so, but that's the thing. I mean, what, what's happened? Nothing's, you know, you, you can't find that. But yeah. Roseanne puts uh-huh. that out, and in, in which the Connors are doing terrible. They, yeah. They've ordered one more show to close it out. And did you ever on. see the last season of the Roseanne show? The new one? How, no, the how, the old one. How they how they ended the original Roseanne series. Yeah, didn't series. they, like, John, like... It they, is the weirdest ending probably they could have possibly came up with. So in the end, it turns out that she's... It, it she's writing in her basement and um she's claiming that everything you've been watching on tv is just her coping with things that you know weren't easy to deal with like she thought mark should have been with becky but actually darlene was married to mark and she thought david should have been married to darlene but he was in fact actually married to becky Dan didn't die. He actually cheated on her, but she said it was easier for him to write that he had died. And anyways, it all turns out that the way they end the show is she just says, oh, yeah, everything you've been watching is just me writing, you know, how I think it should have gone. So in you my think life. it breaks the fourth wall? 
Yeah, but it, but it's but it's still she's in the character Is of it Roseanne. Disappointing? It's just dumb. You what's know, the what's the maybe worst? Maybe she was going for artistic, but it was just dumb. Name the worst series finale ever. Lost. I see, lost was hands down. Well, lost, down. lost. You could tell they had no clue where to go with it. Yeah. Like, well, like, they they wrote themselves into oblivion, yeah. and then came back to what everybody originally thought, which is yeah. they all died and they're in purgatory. Like well, people people figured that out by the end of like the second season. Yeah. yeah. When I was in college, I started watching that Carnival on HBO, and uh, I'm still not sure they even ended it. I think it just went away, and they never. Never oh, dude, it. that was a good show. It you was, know which one was terrible? The ending was just—I I don't know that it was even an ending. No, I don't. I think they just cut it off. Well, you, what? What? Should, you know what show went probably a season or two too long? Which one? Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, Chuck was, was Chuck was okay. I mean, I'm saying it was. My good wife up is until, in the process of watching Chuck. Yeah, right well, now. it's got a terrible series finale. Does Seinfeld it? was a huge disappointment. Yeah. yeah, like, but they but they built that one up. I think they set the bar so high, you know, building it up. Uh, Sopranos was terrible. Yeah. Uh, even though, but you can watch Sopranos now and kind of see like what people figured out what they were going for. Dude, yeah. Sopranos really isn't that great of a show. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I didn't. It's not. No, it's not a well written I mean, show. That's the thing. You kind of you kind of get you get invested in the characters. But you the, know? yeah, the characters. I, I see. I hated the characters. But that. But then my point is, is, you like to see see people die. I mean, you like to see. I mean, <laughs> well, everybody in the show is so terrible. You just don't care. Well, that, but my point is, you get invested with invested in certain oh. characters, and then they get off, and well, that's kind of like no. you're like, what? That's, that's what see, I like about Stranger Things, man. They stuck the ending really well, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's what see, I like I, about Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, you have all these questions going into yeah. the last last eight episodes, and then and then and it ties everything. Oh, up. what? Like little sorry. things you forget about. <laughs> little things you forget about. He comes in, and you're like. Oh. Yeah. What about the shield? Remember I the shield? That. Yeah. Dude, yeah, the finale. So. Okay, well, I'll ruin it for you. <laughs> and the you know, it's all dirty cops. It's about yeah. dirty cops. And at the end, the the head guy just sells everybody out <laughs> and gets and gets uh immunity. Oh wow. And so he has to go and work for like the FBI doing some desk job, but he got immunity yeah. and just yeah. <laughs> and just you know, throws everybody under the bus. Cuz isn't Big Bang Theory coming to This is its last oh. season. I mean, yeah, yeah, but that's another one. Some that's shows, gone, some gone shows don't give you. Long. Some shows, in my opinion, don't give you enough. Some go too long. Some of the shows that, in my opinion, you know, and I think a lot of people's opinion uh, went away way too early was, uh, you know, like Freaks and Geeks. Golly, I wanted a second Great season show. of that. I yeah. wanted a second season, and uh, they could have gone so many directions with that man. Is that the one? Uh, who's in there? Everybody that's a it's comedian now in James Hollywood. Franco, is it? Yeah, that's James all, Franco. It's, it's like all Rogan. those guys. It's all of them. Yeah, Seth Rogen and uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? There's Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. No, not Sudeikis. What's Star. The, well, what's his name? The guy that's the from uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. What's his name? Uh, um, yeah, I know who you're talking not about. Not Jason Sudeikis. He's from uh, How I Met Your Mother, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy. Um, but anyways, yeah, they're all in it. And yeah, then, um, I've seen that. And then... You know, there, that was a good one, and it didn't it didn't last long enough. But now it got it got canceled for all the wrong reasons. What's you know? that? It was it was because no, basi- which, which show? Uh, Freaks and Geeks. Oh, gotcha. It, yeah, it got canceled basically because the network wanted to go one direction with it, and the writers and Judd Apatow were like, "No, yeah. that's not what this show well, is." And like half the people on that show are writers, and so they <laughs> and so they and so they 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 dropped them. Yeah. And then and that's where that's where Netflix is capitalizing because a yeah. lot of these shows are getting the rest of development. Got yeah. cut, yeah. and then Netflix comes picks it up. Yeah, what's that Canadian one that's hilarious? Trailer Park Boys. There you go. Yeah, Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> dude, that show is gets ridiculous. cut. And Netflix is like, yeah, we'll fuck it. dude, that that's show a, is ridiculous. That's a great show. Dude. I mean, just that one dude. What's Bubbles? his name? 
Yeah. The bubbles is hilarious, but the the oh the dude with the the black shirt. He's They're, always holding the scotch glass and like oh, Julian. Every, everything. Yes, Julian. He, it's fun. It, yeah, Julian. Everything he does, man, he's holding that scotch glass and he's trying <laughs> yeah. to do it while he's holding and it. And he never drinks any of it. I think he just sticks it to his lips because it never goes anywhere. Yeah, oh, know? it's a lip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the trailer park boys. Man, that's I hadn't seen that in forever. Dude, that Dude. show that show was is old though. Yeah. yeah. I Lady, remember watching Lady it in died. 2005, six, yeah. seven, somewhere I, around there. I was there. watching it in 2000. Yeah. It was 2004, 2005 on my deployment. We had a Canadian yeah. guy in our platoon who had like a bunch of tapes of it, like yeah. tapes, not DVDs, but yeah. Tapes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. it was, it's hilarious. Yeah, the, the sheriff or whatever died. Yeah. Leahy. Leahy. Uh, yeah. Easy. Okay. So, you know, the, you know, the guy that's always wearing white pants and no shirt and he's got yeah. the big pot Randy. belly and everything. Randy. Yeah, that's what Josie looks like whenever <laughs> you get her down to just her little tights and stuff. Dude, you need to get her a pair of tan pants. <laughs> and just every time I, every time we start to get her ready for bed, I start give thinking, her a cheeseburger. You look like that guy. <laughs> oh, oh the baby belly. All right, man, where are we at? Uh, it's just about time. Yeah. Well, it's November, man. Go back and watch Freaks and Geeks. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, well, I've seen it. Yeah. And, and Community. Like community it. could still be putting out. Oh, Community. Yeah, yeah, com- it, got, it got weak because they started having issues in the last season, but the first two seasons are incredible. Yeah. Real funny. I think people just kind of... Better in Parks and Recreation? Oh, way better. I, just, in my, just in my opinion, Parks and Rec, to me, was too much of a copy of The Office. It was yeah. the exact same characters, just moved to a different occupation. I, uh, yeah. So I never got into it. The only person that I really liked was the... Or the only thing I really liked was the relationship between... Uh, Aubrey Plaza and uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, like what? Just because just don't like they, Ron Swanson. N- no, because in real life he's ultra liberal, so it's just him making fun of conservatives to like yeah. the nth degree. If he was conservative so, in, in real life and like made those jokes, I'd be like, ah, oh, I get it. Yeah, but it's just like well, I don't know. I liked his relationship in April's because of that mutual respect of, you know, yeah. Kind of, I don't know how they neither one want to get anything done, and he he respects her attitude and yeah. everything. It, yeah, that's a pretty funny relationship. I don't know. I, I, really, don't, I don't like Amy Poehler either. Yeah, I, when she talks, it's just cringy. I have to say, man, I love Parks and Rec. That's one of those I can still go back to, and if I'm yeah. bored, just watch an episode of. Um, Freaks and Geeks was really great. Um, Aziz Ansari, his his character is funny too. Well, that's yeah. all I'm saying. I think it was better than The Office. No, yeah. not not anywhere near. Yeah, I, I think so. I think Ron Swanson was better than Dwight. No. And I think uh, Aziz's character was better than whoever he's compared to. Yeah. Uh, Not Jim, but uh, probably uh, Andy. Yeah, Yeah. Andy. Chris Pratt is... Well, towards the end, he he was dumb. Chris Pratt's pretty funny. Chris Pratt's funny. Yeah, he's he's good. So November's here. Jim and Pam, though. That's the best uh, TV relationship of all time, by far. (laughs) I agree. Dean Cain and uh, what's-her-name and... What? Terry Thatcher. Terry Thatcher. <laughs> you dork. Hey, Dean Cain, uh, by the way, ultra conservative. Is he? Yeah, oh, did yeah. you see him and Tom Arnold get into it? Yeah, Tom Arnold called him a racist, so he confronted him, and Tom Arnold acted like a little wiener. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's that's yeah. the thing. And then tried to call him out on Twitter again after they left. When Superman gets in your face, you know, you that's tend to back I'm saying, down. Man. <laughs> Tom Arnold married to Roseanne. Dean Do you remember that? Who was the worst Superman of all time? The worst? Yeah. Probably Christopher Reeve. You don't like Christopher Reeve as Superman? No, joking, no the don't. guy from uh, the, that one, the, the guy one, in Superman Returns. Yeah, the one the where he catches the plane before it hits the uh, the mm-hmm. movie where he catches the plane before it hits the baseball field. Yeah. That guy. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. That guy did that. I movie. think I might actually go with Dean Cain. <laughs> that guy. That guy only no, did. Dean Cain was great. Yeah, he was also a really good uh, football player. I yeah. didn't know that. He was. Yeah. He was. He played. Yeah. He, he played. Did he play in the NFL or just in college? I think he, he played just college. college. I think he might have had an injury or something. Uh, 
Yeah. Did he, he didn't play for Notre Dame, did he? If, if uh, given the opportunity, Nicholas Cage would have been the worst Superman, though. Oh it just, yeah, it just luckily one. didn't get made. No, funny story. So we can end on this funny story about uh, the Nicholas Cage Superman. Kevin Smith did an interview, and yeah. he was talking about uh, who was the, who was going to direct it. It was um, wasn't Tim Burton. Was yeah, it's it Tim Burton. What? Okay, okay, and he wanted Superman to fight a giant spider in it. And Kevin Smith is writing this movie, and he's like, "No, that's stupid. That's a yeah. terrible idea." And then things started to fall off. Well, he goes on and he makes Wild Wild West like two years later. And what's at the end of Wild Wild West? The giant spider. The giant spider. Yeah. And he tells that story, dude. It's hilarious. Oh, my But the, uh, if you ever go and watch that, it was uh, – I think they made a documentary about it, didn't they? Maybe. Uh, about the uh, – yeah. Yeah. It's it's hilarious. Oh, but listening to Kevin Smith tell that story yeah. about how what, he just Everybody moved it over to Wild Wild West and added this giant spider. It's pretty and, funny. And as much as I dislike uh, – oh, what's his name? Um Oh, Nicholas Cage. I've heard I need to go watch Mandy. Oh, it's crazy. Is that the one where uh like a horror film or yeah, something like that? I've just heard eighties synth music. I've just heard that it's like Conan on acid or hey, something. Man, you, like that. you want to see a good movie? Now I had to download Voodoo. Yeah. The Voodoo app to watch it. Uh but it's called Old Boy. Yeah. It's a Korean. Not not oh, the Oh dude. Not, that movie is jacked not up. The, yeah. Not the uh I've seen it. The original's better than the new one. Yeah, not the South Korean one. Yeah. Not the Yeah, uh, the South Korean one is I've, Josh, I've seen it. Yeah. It's where brutal. dude that fight scene. Yeah. You want to talk about a real fight scene when he's just fighting those dudes in With the a hallway? Hammer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude. No. That dude. movie that movie is just you walk away from it like I probably shouldn't have watched that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. what's funny is I bet you the same people that watch Game of Thrones would watch that and be like, that is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whatever, hypocrites, get out of here. I've never oh. seen Game and of you, Thrones. And if you've seen so, Old Boy, you know why I say you, that. If you liked Old Boy, then you need to watch another uh, good um, subtitled movie. Uh, it would be uh, Battle Royale. Yeah, or Ty Gookie. Battle Royale is what the Hunger Games should have been. And, yeah. know, if the Hunger Games Ultra were violent. Like, if yeah. it was rated R. <laughs> yeah, if, if the Hunger Games were legit. Yeah. <laughs> Battle Royale. Oh. All right. All right, man. That's episode uh, 51 in the books. Check us out, topofdudechain.com. Like, share, like subscribe. Button. Yeah. Hit it. Support the channel. Tell your friends about it. Cue the outro. We're out. Mm-hmm.